Since 1993, Copenhagen Modern Furniture has showcased Austin's largest collection of fine contemporary furniture and accessories. Now at Copenhagen, save $100 instantly for every $1,000 you spend on stressless recliners and sofas or save $300 on stressless sunrise recliners. For more ways to save, shop online at copenhagenliving.com or visit our showroom on Breaker Lane. Copenhagen Modern Furniture, Austin's premier destination for everything contemporary. Welcome to I Love You So Much, the podcast about the people, places, and things we love about Austin. Our podcast is from the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman, and we're sponsored by Copenhagen Furniture. I'm Executive Features Editor Sharon Chapman. And I'm Austin 360 Editor Eric Webb. And in this week's episode, we are celebrating Heat Week. Sharon, can you tell us uh, and our listeners what Heat Week is? I sure can. This is something that we came up in one of our features brainstormings. We were talking about summer in Texas and how it's hot and how it's just part of the culture here and how we've all met people or maybe we've been this person ourselves who is new to town and wondering, how do I survive in this heat of Texas, especially if I'm not used to it? Now, you grew up here. And I did. You still have to cope with it. Oh, I still cope with it. Yeah. And well, that's that was sort of the, the newcomer thing was kind of the key because yeah. I think... We know it's hot here. We deal with it every day inside now, even when we're having like a mini cold front of like 90 degrees instead of 100 degrees. But it's not so much about, you know, here is the weather forecast. Heat week, uh, as Austin 360 is interpreting it, is about the culture of heat, the lifestyle of heat, how heat affects our daily lives. And also how we don't let it stop us. Exactly. You know, I moved here. 20 years ago from Oregon where it rained more than the sun was out and everyone there was like, how do you cope with the rain? I'm like, well, you just live in it. It's what you do. You don't stay inside all the time because of it. And I think the heat is the same thing here. You go outside and you enjoy life when you can, but you're smart about it. Yeah. Well, it's and the funny thing is, so I know you're from, uh, you, or you lived in Kansas uh, City for a while and I, my best friend lives in Kansas City and I was just visiting her for a week and they're having a heat wave and it yeah. sort of like has ground the city to a halt in the same way that whenever it quote unquote snows in Austin, we just don't know what to do. That is exactly right. And when I first moved here and it snowed here for the first time, I was very superior. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, it's, it's just snow. It's not that hard. It's going to melt really fast here. But you're right. It's exactly the same. All my friends in Kansas City and my family are really struggling right now with this heat wave. They do not know what to do with themselves. And it's not like they don't have heat there, but they might have 90 for a high or 95 for a while, but they're not used to 100, 100 plus for many days in a row, which is what the reality for us is. Although we've been cooler here than they've been there recently. Exactly. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned the thing about how it doesn't stop us when it gets hot, because that's really what I wanted to talk about on this week's episode was I look at people like my friends that are super fit or super active and how when it gets so hot, they're still out there every single day, you know, running on the trail or on their bikes or whatever. And here I am, you know, I do my darndest to wake up at, you know, six o'clock and like, okay, I'm going to go jog. I'm going to go take a, like a <laughs> few laps, you know, around the trail, like outside my apartment. Yeah. And, but it doesn't happen sometimes because even though I'm used to the heat, it's just like, I don't want to get out there in there, out there. And, it, and especially if it's like after work or something, I'm like, oh, nope, not going to happen. Unless it's like, unless the sun literally just came up, like I can't do it. And so I wanted to uh, find out from people who don't let that stop them 
why and what they do to adjust the routines and to change the way they work out to make it, if not like bearable, if not comfortable, <laughs> somewhat bearable. So we have some we have some newsroom fitness experts, you know. I do know they're very fit people, and they are out there every day. I, I, I'm thinking of three in particular, and two that you spoke with today that are, are literally out there every day, moving their bodies and and uh, being smart about it, though. Yeah. So uh, we uh, invited back into the studio Gabrielle Munoz, who's the digital news editor, who is a uh, diehard runner. She runs marathons, and she wakes up before the crack of dawn every day and gets out there with her running group. And just like, you know, beats the, beats the trail of death. And uh, Mark Wilson, who is our public safety reporter, who is a rugged outdoorsman of the, the wild central Texas uh, greenbelt. He, uh, <laughs> he's a mountain biker and he's also a hiker. I've been on hikes with him. Oh. It's fun. The man knows what he's doing. He's also a critter whisperer. It feels like he has more animal sightings than anyone else I know. Yeah, yeah, he's he is at one with nature. He is at one with nature, and I have, I, I haven't with Gabby, but uh, in the episode, in, in our conversation, we actually did talk about how like Mark is the kind of person that you just encounter out and about, like doing something fit. <laughs> <laughs> he just appears almost as if you conjured or summoned him. More than one evening when I've left work and I'm in our parking lot, I have seen Mark, and I think joined by his wife, and they're unloading bikes or other equipment from their car and it's 95 or 99 degrees and I think what are they doing they're going to do something and I'm going to get into my air-conditioned car yeah it's (laughs) going to do something that is not what I'm doing which is probably like watching pose on my tv at home and eating a salad that is a workout too it is a workout I'm working out my emotional workout emotional workout okay well so on this week's episode of I love you so much uh to celebrate heat week Austin 360's series of stories about the culture of heat and how it affects our daily lives. Uh, We talked to Mark Wilson and Gabriel Munoz, states and staffers, about how they work out in the heat. If you want to read more stories about Heat Week and about how we live our lives in the heat, go to austin360.com and check our Twitter and Facebook, and we will be bringing you those types of stories uh, all week. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Gabby and Mark. Okay, Gabby and Mark. So both of y'all are fit people, I would say. Would that be accurate? Yes, I would say so. Thank you. Well, I I appreciate the compliment. I don't know if that's for me to say, but I try to be. (laughs) Yeah, and you both love fitness, which is something you have in common with lots of Austinites. So Gabby, can you kind of tell me what's sort of your normal daily fitness routine in Austin? Uh, A normal for me would be running early in the morning. Um, I'm currently training for a marathon. That's the first weekend in November. So I'm running about five mornings a week. Okay. And then Mark, how about you? Um, I typically start my morning with like some pull-ups or some sit-ups, a little bit of cardio. But um, my main uh, exercise is later in the day. Normally after work, I'll do anywhere from 10 to 40-mile mountain bike rides through the Greenbelt, along Lady Bird, Shoal Creek. Um, and then I am training for a half marathon with my wife, so I mix that up with running. I'm exercising probably six days a week, uh, every week, and just mixing it up between those. Okay, so Austin is such a like nature-loving town, and we love our fitness, but obviously when it's super hot and it's triple-digit days outside, right, like you surely aren't doing the same things you normally do. So 
Gabby, how do you kind of keep that love of fitness alive? Because you're you're running, like you were running long distances, so it's not like you yeah. can just you know go park it, you know, on a treadmill. It's not going to be the same thing exactly, right? So how how do you keep that alive when it gets so hot? What I will say is I don't change up my routine a ton in the summer, and that's because I'm running at five thirty in the morning pretty much year round. Um, I will say that I feel the benefit in the summer so much more because while it's still about 80 degrees and humid then, um, we're getting a heads up like out before the sun actually rises. So we're not running like in full sun. Well, and then Mark, for you, you're doing, Gabby's kind of keeping a, I'm not saying you don't do different things, Gabby, but I know you're keeping like a fairly, you know, normal fairly consistent uh, running routine, but you are kind of like all over the place. I know you do your hikes, you do, you jump on your bike and you, I don't know, careen down rock (laughs) faces and things like what makes summer different than uh, the rest of the year for you specifically? So for me, summer is a time where I really have to plan a whole lot more. Some of these rides that I do take hours and put me pretty far away from from places uh, like my house or even away from uh, civilization sometimes. So I have to pack a lot of water. I have to pack snacks. Um, I have to make sure that I have tools, uh, gear, medical equipment, especially in the heat. So um, I, I'll, be, uh, I'll be preparing for these rides at least a day in, av- in advance, usually just, I mean, drinking as much water as I possibly can, uh, making good uh, food choices uh, with uh, a lot of energy, carbohydrates, and things like that, just to make sure my body's going to be ready to go um, pretty much no matter where I put it. Okay, and tell me, tell me about the water real quick, because you gave me some fitness tips recently, or some summer fitness tips uh, that were also like running as part of a fitness tips, pa- or a heat tips package for uh, Austin 360. And the amount that you hydrate sounds to me insane. <laughs> you said like before you go out and do something, you don't just drink a couple bottles of water, you know, the night before. You're pounding like six to ten bottles of water. Is that something that like is very specific to the strenuous level of activity <laughs> that you're doing? I, I definitely think it helps, uh, but I don't think it's anything that you shouldn't be doing. Just staying hydrated generally is a good thing. But when you are doing that kind of activity over longer periods of time, it's really important to go into it with your body in the right kind of uh, mode. So I'll start drinking water, um, you know, before a mountain bike race, for instance. About two days before, I start really getting heavy into drinking water. I carry around my Yeti, and I'll drink several a day. I'll chug two or three right before bed, wake up in the morning, start drinking, um, just to make sure that, you know, I'm as hydrated as I can be. Because once you're out on the trail, if you're not already hydrated, it's too late. Um, you're going to lose a ton of uh, water through sweat, and uh, if you're not, you really can't replace it when you're out there. You have to do it beforehand. Okay, I actually learned something about sweat. I wrote a story about sweat recently, and I found out that uh, the the part that actually cools you is when the sweat comes out of your glands. It actually needs to evaporate off of your skin to release the heat in the way that your body intends it to when it's trying to cool you down. I had no idea. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I thought just like by getting wet, you were supposed to be getting cool or something. Well, so speaking of getting wet, Gabby, I know a thing uh, that is very Austin-centric <laughs> that uh, you use to cool off during a workout is sometimes jumping into Barton Springs. Is that right? Yes. Um, so a couple of times a week um, when I'm running with a smaller group, we love to meet at Barton Springs before the run. So we'll meet, park there, 
um, go do a run on the trail, and then afterwards we're able to jump or, in my case, slowly walk down the steps into the pool if you are not as brave to fully plunge into the water. Um, but that's a great way to cool off and like get your core temperature down a little more quickly. Yeah. Well, is that a thing that lots of workout groups do? Like, do you oh, do you see other people out there that look like they have just gotten fresh off the trail? Oh yes. The it, the parking lot is like fairly full at five fifteen in the morning. I almost feel like that would be more. That would, I would have more fun at the pool doing that than I would just trying to swim there. That's my that's my little aside for Barton Springs. Sometimes for me, a little too cold. It's amazingly refreshing though, especially if you're that hot outside just to hit the water. It's like shocking and exhilarating and I feel like a new man. I, I end my rides there pretty frequently mm-hmm. uh, and it's just, it's a different world. I'm not a fan of cold water. I don't like cold water. I'd much rather be in the bath, but in those situations, the cold water is really awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, so speaking of like extremes, let's talk horror stories. Do either one of you have like a horror story of working out in the heat in Austin in the summer? When it's just gotten unbearable and you just like, you, it, maybe it taught you a lesson and you thought, oh, well, I will never do that again. I have one. I can think. Um, yeah. I was out riding at Revley Peak Ranch and doing like a all day, uh, you know, several different different uh, rides throughout the day. And uh, it's a lot of granite out there, a lot of sharp rocks, difficult terrain. And I think through the day I blew something like six tires. And so on top of granite, you have to change your tires. You're sitting still in, in those times and really aggressively trying to pump up your bike tire. It's really exhausting. Is this a mountain bike? Yeah. Okay. So the, the tire is really thick and it's really difficult with a little hand pump to get them full. It takes a long time. Uh-huh. But uh, the riding was fine. You know, when you're riding, the, the wind's hitting you and it's cooling you off. So it's feeling better. Once you stop, it just gets stagnant and hot. So, you know, six tires in, I'm just exhausted, out of water, still probably 11 miles away from uh, getting out of an area. And uh, it wasn't ever like anything I considered dangerous, but it definitely was not fun. And it was something that just kind of keeps in the back of your mind to always be prepared and always go out into a situation, understanding what the risks are, especially when it's as hot as it can be. Yeah. I mean, I think about in high school one time I did a tennis camp during the summer because I wanted to, I, I was doing tennis to get out of PE specifically. <laughs> and I thought, well, I might as well at least kind of learn how to play tennis before I do that so I can at least create the illusion that I care about tennis. And I remember I did a summer tennis camp and I showed up like the first day and I had to sit down after like 15 minutes because I did not properly hydrate. And also I think I like ate like some like really sweet like sugary muffin. I didn't, my nutrition was <laughs> all off. Does nutrition play into working out in the summer? Are there things that you have to change about your diet or what you're taking? And Gabby, I know that you're a big booster of like electrolytes. Yeah, I, I try to eat well specifically like on Fridays before I'm going to do a long run the next morning. That's when like, I'm really paying attention to what I'm having for dinner, um, not drinking alcohol, like having a ton of water that day. And then where I like to reboost with electrolytes is after the run usually. Um, there's like different sports drinks out there. People have their preferences. I like noon tablets, um, which just dissolve in like 16 ounces of water come in a ton of different flavors and like that's just a little little something other than plain water um to boost you up after like a strenuous workout yeah when i think about like working out in the summer it's hard enough for me i am not y'all i am not mark wilson on a mountain bike and i am not gabby running a marathon i am eric just waking up in the morning 15 minutes early and 
trying my darndest to like get out there and actually jog. If it is hot, that just kills my motivation. How do you psych yourself up to get out there when it's hot? I mean, do you have to do some like mental gymnastics and like kind of almost fool yourself? Are you doing self-hypnosis? I think what um, really gets me out the door is the fact that I run with a group. Um, I'm not running by myself, so there's that accountability of knowing that I'm going to see people and have people to run with every day. And honestly, like I would so much rather get up at 4:45 in the morning than run after work in the heat. Like I know it sounds crazy, but like that I would rather do that any day of the week. And Gabby's better than me. She's just amazing. <laughs> like I I cannot force myself out of bed to save my life, which is why most of the stuff that I do is in the hottest times of the day or yeah. toward the evening. I'm a I'm a night owl. So um I'll wait until the end of the day too sometimes to go on runs and maybe end at sunset or something like that. But I just, I love being outside. That's what I, that's what gets me outside. Any day that I get the opportunity, whether it be running, rock climbing or biking, I'm going to take it even if it's hot. Uh, And when the rains come and uh, you know, the Creek is flooded over and we can't go there. I'm upset and angry and not a joy to be around. Yeah. I mean, I have seen you at Barton Springs. Like, I've seen you literally rock it out <laughs> after, like, a long day at work on your bike, just glistening with sweat. Mm-hmm. And I found it inspirational only insofar as I was proud of you. <laughs> I would not say it changed my, my behaviors at all. Well, so, you know, last question is, what is it about Austin and working on Austin that brings you joy? What brings me joy is seeing so many people out trying to do things also. Like I run on the trail a lot and especially on the weekend, you see so many people out there. There's people running, there's people walking, there's people like having a cup of coffee and talking with a friend. And I just love seeing so many people in Austin just like out enjoying themselves outdoors. Like uh, that just like fills me up every time. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's being so close to nature anywhere in the city. I mean, you can put together 50, 70, 100 mile rides from Austin only touching pavement very few times. And it's it's a great place to be outside for a variety of activities. I also love all the dogs on the trail and getting to see them and hang out with them and stop and give them pets along the way. It's a really nice community and a really great place to be out in nature. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for giving us some like pro fitness tips and hopefully encouraging some of us to get out there even when it's a little hot. And you know, if you're out on the trail and you see Gabby running or you see Mark rocketing out of some thicket of trees on his mountain bike, uh, follow them because I know what they're doing. Thanks y'all. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks for listening. And thanks to our sponsor, Copenhagen Furniture. Check out the Austin 360 Instagram and Facebook for more about life in Austin. And talk to us on Twitter at loveaustin360. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps other people find our podcast. I Love You So Much, the Austin 360 podcast, is a production of the Features staff at the Austin American Statesman. This episode was produced by Alyssa Vidalis and Eric Webb. Our theme music is from the local band Hardproof, which you should definitely check out at hardproofmusic.com. You can find everything you'd ever want to know about this show and its contributors at austin360.com slash loveaustin360. And if you want to pitch an idea for the show or give us feedback, shoot us a note at loveaustin360 at statesman.com. We couldn't do this show without you, dear listeners, and we can't thank you enough for lending us your ears, your comments, and your electrolytes. Until next week, we'll see you getting sweaty on the hike and bike trail.
Since 1993, Copenhagen Modern Furniture has showcased Austin's largest collection of fine contemporary furniture and accessories. Now at Copenhagen, save $100 instantly for every $1,000 you spend on stressless recliners and sofas or save $300 on stressless sunrise recliners. For more ways to save, shop online at copenhagenliving.com or visit our showroom on Breaker Lane. Copenhagen Modern Furniture, Austin's premier destination for everything contemporary.